Welcome to the Winning Drive Podcast, where Parkland USA employees discover the tools, strategies, and resources to increase safety, productivity, and success. Here's your host, Ben Fanning. Hey there, Kelly Davis, Continuous Improvement Manager for Parkland USA coming up, but first, the news. The state of North Dakota has deemed all employees essential and therefore eligible for the COVID vaccine right now. If you live in North Dakota, please sign up to get your shot. It's how we stay safe and get back to normal. And a reminder that the fourth quarter and year-end town hall was held earlier this week. If you couldn't listen, we'll be having it as a podcast episode very soon. have Kelly Davis today, Continuous Improvement Manager for Parkland USA, who's responsible for infusing continuous improvement into the rocks and new acquisitions. This is a critical component of our operational excellence work, and it's something that's fairly new to Parkland, and you're going to get the lowdown today. We're going to kick this off talking about what you can learn about leadership from laser tag. That's right, laser tag, which was Kelly's first job. That's a fun part of the conversation. Then we're going to jump into why is continuous improvement so important for Parkland and what Kelly is doing to accelerate its positive impact. And then we get into how you can submit your continuous improvement idea and actually get traction on this. And this is part of Kelly's role. And she walks you through a great example. And then we wrap up with three success strategies that every Parkland employee should know. Enjoy. Your safety is our top priority. Please ensure that you've completed your mandatory HSE training. And HSE stands for Health, Safety, and Environmental. It's critical information that keeps you and your coworkers safe. Our goal is 100% completion because it helps us know that our employees have the skills they need to work safely. Your manager has a list of those who still need to complete this training and will be getting with you if you need to finish it. Please complete this training as soon as possible, and you can find it in the Parkland Learning Center under Parkland People. Hey, Kelly, welcome to the Winning Drive podcast. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yes, we're going to have a great episode today for all the great Parkland crew out there. So tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of where you grew up and what was your first job? Absolutely. So I grew up in Dallas, Texas um, and surrounding areas. We moved quite a lot as a kid. Uh, My first job was actually at LaserQuest. I was an equipment tech and Berkeley Park Party Coordinator. Uh, Basically, it was an amazing job where I got to play laser tag, fix all our packs and eat leftover (laughs) pizza from birthday parties. So (laughs) it was incredible. Wow. So first of all, are you a Cowboys fan? Mm. Yes, I am a Cowboys fan, but I will say I'm a little bit fair weather because my mom's from Wisconsin. Uh, so I'm also somewhat of a Packers fan, and those two don't really go together. They do not. Yeah. So you were a <laughs> conflicted person right out of the gate on that. So yeah, that that's gotta be a tough decision. Yeah. Tough decision yeah. to it, make. It is every year. <laughs> do you have one of those jerseys that's like part cowboys, part Packers? Ooh, I do not, but I have my Packers shirts that I wear when I'm up there, um, especially right. for my grandparents. And, and yeah. so we're getting into laser tag. So for the listeners, laser tag, you don't know about this. And correct me wrong, Kelly, it will maybe explain what laser tag is for those that don't know or, or aren't familiar with it. Yeah. So you wear around this kind of pack on your chest, um, which attached to this little laser, 
which you aim at the pack. You know, we had shoulder targets and chest targets and back targets, um, and actually two on the side as well. Um, but basically you're in an arena, uh, you're going up and down. We had some mist and music and lights. Um, Fun. and you're kind of competing against each other. It's either a free for all option, or you can kind of do, um, what we call it capture the flag. So you kind of have to go to the other person's area and, you know, you're all basically pitted against each other. It's pretty fun. So if you think back, what's the craziest thing that happened during your laser tag days? Oh my goodness. Um, I think one time I remember we did a lockout and that, that basically meant we had a whole bunch of, you know, 10, 11, 12, all the way up to probably 16, 17, 18 year olds. Um, who would stay over and spend the night. And it was really just a free for all, uh, laser tag that we, we ended up getting quite a few people involved in. I think sometimes a lot of those lock-ins weren't very popular and this one was just kind of massive and everybody actually ended up staying up the entire night to play. Well, all night funny. laser tag. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound pretty crazy. So other than laser tag, which I'm sure you continue to do now as a, as a experienced professional. adult, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. What else do you like to do outside of work? Yeah. So I love to travel, um, particularly to hike. Um, so I, I gotten to travel quite a bit to all of our branches and, you know, I got to hike guard of the gods just, uh, this week in Colorado Springs. So I'm really fortunate, uh, and incredibly lucky. Wow. That sounds like a lot of fun. Hiking is awesome, especially in the West. I mean, I live in the East, but man, I love getting out West too. What's the, what's the coolest hike you ever, you ever took? Oh, um, so I've done Grand Canyon rim to rim. Uh, and, and that was pretty incredible, but I think I've got to say, uh, I did Mount Whitney, uh, about two years ago and that's, that's probably the best hike I've ever done. Where's Mount Whitney again? It's actually in California. Uh, so it's right as you cross over um, into California, and uh, it, it is the tallest peak in the continuous in the continuous U.S. Oh, cool! Um, so it sounds like yeah. you're hiking, but also another word would be backpacking. So you're doing overnights <laughs> on the trail and whatnot. Actually, we don't. So we go. Uh, we we do kind of. I don't know if you call them ultra hikes, but we do long hikes that are only one day. Um, okay, all right. I, I will, I will do backpacking, um, but I've, I've done backpacking. Uh, I, I'm a little bit older uh, than I seem, so <laughs> backpacking is just tough. <laughs> at the end it of is. the day, <laughs> crack another thirty or forty pounds on your back, walking <laughs> yeah. rim to rim on the Grand Canyon Trail. Yeah, that's that's a, that, that can get old quickly. Yeah, so I'll do it, but uh, it's got to be a real special occasion. So, so let's let's move into a little bit about the really cool role that you're playing at Parkland. So why don't you describe that for the listeners here? Absolutely. So my role is a continuous improvement manager. Um, so essentially, I get to roll out all of these boot camps, our tier boards, um, and then assist with day-to-day continuous improvement where we just get a little bit better at what we're doing and these metrics every day. I like it. And so metrics getting a little bit better what why is continuous improvement so important for for parkland obviously getting you know improving is important but i mean it sounds like you know your mission and parkland they're really putting a lot of emphasis 
behind that right now. So, so why is it so, so important and, and why are they doing it? Absolutely. Uh, every organization obviously wants to improve, right? You know, you don't walk into somewhere and they say, oh, we're just okay where we are. Yeah. Um, but this process of incremental improvement sustained over time is incredibly evident at Parkland in particular. Uh, first, we just have a lot of acquisitions. So as we go through these acquisitions, it makes sense to run through a continual improvement program to get everybody focused in the strategy on the same page. Um, Second, we're very spread out. So it's really great to have everybody going through the same program, the same type of continuous improvement, because once again, it brings our areas and it brings our branches together. Hmm. It can model that evident behavior. It can make sure that we move that information up the chain, that we get clear escalation, and we have transparency and accountability across the board. Wow. It does sound important when you put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. you know, one of the things that strikes me as a company that's grown by acquisitions like you guys have and are continuing to do, there's a lot of good stuff going on. You may acquire an organization, a, a company that, you know, they have a different way of doing things. And there may be some spots in there that are actually even maybe they're doing something better than what the rest of the organization's been able to adopt so far. How do you approach that difference? Do you sort of take that idea and sort of spread spread the good ideas throughout the company or, or what's your approach in that situation? Yes, definitely. Uh, so best idea wins here, right? We have the opportunity to look at what all of these organizations are doing, how they're doing it, and to make sure that that information is shared so that others know about it. You know, the guys up in Fargo may not know exactly what the guys out in Lake Wales are doing. But through this process, we can bring some of those things up and we can share best practices. Parkland USA is looking for other great drivers just like you, and we are paying you for it. We have an employee referral program that pays drivers for any leads that become drivers for us. Have a friend or family member with a CDL license who'd like to come work for Parkland? please pass their name and contact information to your dispatcher and people in culture manager. If they get hired, you get paid up to a few thousand dollars, depending on the area of the country. You are listening to the Winning Drive podcast. Now back to the show with your host, Ben Fanning. So do you have an example for us so everyone can understand a little bit of of continuous improvement in action? Absolutely. Uh, We recently went through a problem solving uh, and we're still working through some of the details for action plans and next steps, but we basically did it around crossover contamination. Uh, And I had the opportunity for Jorge uh, out in Florida to share some of what he's doing around some of the color coding and just secondary reminders to the drivers when they drop off product on exactly where they should put it. Um, And really, once again, it's that secondary back of mind step where you're just kind of doing your day-to-day routine, it takes you in that moment and has you think and stop for a second um, about what you're doing. You know, they call it a 30-second rule, all right? Um, Go ahead, great, great example. Yeah, and Jorge was able to bring that up, and so he was able to share that while we were going through problem-solving with every other area um, in the United States, and there are some that are already doing something like that, but in order to see it, and to actually bring it up and be able to move that around the country, uh, that's the true value here. It is, is really looking at those wins 
those things that we're all doing that are best practices and sharing them. So you may have listeners right now, Kelly, that are saying, man, Jorge's example, you know, I got one too. I, I got something for Kelly. What's the best way for them to bring that up to you? Bring it up in those tier one meetings. If you have the opportunity to talk to your branch manager at the tier ones, please, please make sure that you guys bring those up. Those we can share. We can escalate those ideas. We can get those to, to me or others like me who can move them around the company. Um, and, and obviously, if you see me with them there, that would be great. Uh, my number is also out there and being shared. So I would absolutely appreciate people contacting me directly. Um, but bringing those up in that tier one meeting, that's the first step to get that information out there. And that's what those tier one meetings are all about. Perfect. All right, everybody. You heard that tier one is where it's at. Your name could be like Jorge here. Jorge's getting broadcasted across the airways now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jorge, uh, for that. I can't with Kelly on that. Now, uh, one of the things that, that comes up for me is um, this is this is a strategic advantage for Parkland because more acquisitions, the better you know connection you have with everyone. They're bringing up ideas. Parkland's going to get more ideas that can be spread across the organization, and this could be a really good thing. So, what's what's your strategy as a continuous improvement manager? What is your strategy strategy to accelerate continuous improvement? So. It can go faster across Parkland. So we have things like the boot camps where we originally set up all of the tier boards, the metrics, and really put the plan in place for how we're going to do this. Hmm. Then we've got the tier one meetings, the tier two, uh, we will have tier three in the Rockies Rock, and then tier four up at the Parkland USA level. And all that means is that we're getting together, we're all reviewing the same metrics, and we're really coordinating that communication so we're all on the same page. I love it. Um, Getting together, looking at the metrics, align the communications, so everybody's on the same page. Great yes, sort of three-step process there for everybody to be thinking about. And I'm excited that Kelly, you're 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 leading this charge, but I mean I'm even more excited to see what happens a couple months from now as you continue down this role. And you know, I've seen some other companies too. I feel like this is so great. And it almost is like it's kind of like it has cumulative effect. So you get a couple wins like you are right now, like the Hore example, and the more you get, it, it sort of mad, it, it amplifies and makes an even even bigger impact. Definitely, it, it's the flywheel effect. The more we add to it, the more information we get into it, the more we're getting out of it, and the better our product is going to our customers. The better our customers are, the more customers we end up getting, and it continues to perpetuate itself. And and, and to be clear here. We're talking about even the smallest things. It doesn't need to be a massive change across Parkland. Uh, we just need to go with that incremental improvement every day. So if somebody's got information about even the smallest thing that could change something for one customer, that's important. And we want to bring that up. We, we don't need to boil the ocean as it were. All right. Yeah. We need to look for those small wins that we can get consistently and sustain them. I love it. Yeah, I love that. And that's important too, because sometimes, I mean, so in some companies, they might have this and they, you know, the employees bring up the ideas and they're like, man, when I bring up a new idea, no one does anything about it, or I never hear anything about it. And what I really sense is, is that your role is to be the eyes and ears and to be that communications and, and help it help the ideas get traction. So I mean, everybody listening, I mean, Kelly's 
I mean, I think this is going to be a really positive thing for, for everybody. Uh, Kelly, what are three success strategies that every Parkland employee should know right now? Communicate. Uh, layer that communication. Send a helpful tip to your colleague. Move that information to your manager. Speak up during the tier one meeting. There's, there's no such thing as over communicating here, mm. uh, especially when we're dealing with, you know, we've got drivers over the road. We got managers who are, you know, in the office. We've we've got branches that move up to um, rocks that are very spread out. Please communicate because that's the foundation here of everything that we're doing. Be open. You're already doing that by communicating these podcasts and going through Connection Point. Um, but as we walk through all this together, be open. And then my last one is. It's not what you say. It's not what you do. It's how you make people feel. All right. Um, I'll bring this full circle and bring up my very first manager, Kelly Wolf from Laser Quest. Uh, you know, she would show up early in the morning. She would clearly articulate all of her expectations each day. We'd have, you know, massive hordes of children coming in for laser tag. And she was always on point with exactly when we would start the sessions. She had that communication and she brought it up and she lived um, day to day what we were supposed to do and how to model that. But she also made us feel like we were the best and most important part of her team and her day when she showed up to go to work. Um, She's one of my best managers I ever had. And I just really appreciated her and the way that she made me feel now sitting here 20 years later. So. Wow. I love that. It all comes back full circle to laser tag. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Give us improvement and laser tag. Yes. Well, everybody, uh, Kelly, as we wrap up here, uh, any other parting thoughts that you want to offer the listeners? No, I think that's good, Ben. Uh, we did a great job just hitting on that communication, bringing it up during the tier ones. Uh, and, and I'm extremely excited about what we can do together and how we can yeah. move this forward for Parkland. Fantastic, Kelly. And I want to invite you back on the show uh, to maybe share, you know, this episode is going to get out there. I want to invite you back to share some more continuous improvement wins with, with, with uh, with the listeners here. Well, thank you, Ben. I really appreciate that. Your health matters. Sitting all day isn't great for our health and incorporating physical activity into your day helps counteract that. Our motion program is open to all employees and literally pays you to walk. You earn free money by walking a certain number of steps per day. This money is applied to your HSA bank account and can be used directly to pay for any doctor's visits, prescriptions, or anything else you'd use your health insurance for. The maximum amount of money you can earn over the year is $1,100. Many of our employees have lost significant weight, gotten healthier, and even slept better since they joined Motion. Reach out to your dispatcher and people and culture manager for information on how to get started. It's that easy. Thanks for listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode soon.